These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. Hunter Labor MPs viewed the federal election results as a wake-up call after losing votes to minor parties in traditionally safe Labor seats. The party suffered significantly reduced margins as voters moved away from the major contenders to those such as United Australia Party and One Nation. Hunter MP Joel Fitzgibbon saw a 14% drop in first preference votes compared to last election, while Meryl Swanson's two-party preferred hold on Patterson dropped by 5%. Meryl Swanson's said this term she'll be looking at issues which caused those voters to look elsewhere. At the end of the day, politics is a contest of ideas and when your ideas are rejected, sometimes you need to rethink those ideas and you certainly need to be able to communicate your ideas better than we did. But I am absolutely humbled and really honoured to have been elected as the member for Patterson a second time. Police on Monday arrested a woman over the sexual abuse of a young girl in The Hunter. The 40-year-old woman was arrested by detectives at Waratah Police Station. It followed an extensive investigation which began in 2017, following reports a young girl, aged just seven at the time, had been sexually abused at a Hunter region home. A 53-year-old man was arrested last year and remains before the courts. The woman's been granted conditional bail to face court in July. Hunter Water announced on Monday the Tomago sandbeds will be used for backup water as the lower Hunter's dams fell to their lowest levels in 13 years. The sandbeds don't usually get used as a supply source due to higher costs of treating the water, but in times of drought can supply 20% of the region's drinking water if needed. Darren Cleary from Hunter Water said extensive testing on water quality has been carried out and anybody who notices discoloration shouldn't be alarmed. It is possible that people may notice some discoloration. That's because of naturally occurring iron and manganese in the water in the Tomago Aquifer. These are an aesthetic issue only and there's no cause for concern. If people do notice any discoloured water, um, run, please run your tap um, until the water clears um, and it will be safe to drink. Former Hunter priest Vince Ryan was on Wednesday sentenced to at least another 14 months jail over historical child sex offences. The 81-year-old was found guilty in March of abusing two boys at the junction in Cessnock in the 1970s and 1990s. He's been sentenced to an additional three years and three months jail time. Judge Dina Yehia told the court she accepted his incarceration may have a catastrophic impact on his health, but the seriousness of his offences require Ryan to return to jail. It was revealed on Wednesday a newly installed $4 million sand transfer system at Jimmy's Beach has been experiencing technical difficulties with its flow meter device, resulting in pipe blockages and potential infrastructure exposure. The system was designed to act as a buffer to protect the beach from high levels of erosion. President of the Window Whopper Association, Ken Garrard, said he is saddened by the situation. The long-awaited uh, sand transfer system is not working. There is an issue with the flow meter that causes pipe blockages and there is no solution at the moment. Um, we understand that uh, they cannot commit to a date that the sand transfer system will work on and that leaves us with uh, the risk at this time of year, storm time, that the beach will disappear. 
Newcastle Council is set to vote on Tuesday on whether it should declare a climate emergency. 18 councils across the country have made the declaration so far and on Thursday this week, John McKenzie called on his fellow councillors to follow suit. The Greens councillor said Newcastle residents showed in their election votes they want action taken on climate change. There was a vast number of people who voted for parties at this election with positive, strong action on climate change as part of their core platform, whether that was Greens or Labor or Animal Justice, all of these parties went to the election with a very strong commitment to acting on climate change. Former Newcastle MP Jodie McKay officially announced her candidacy for leader of the state opposition on Friday. The now member for Strathfield talked of her experience growing up in the Hunter and emphasised the need for New South Wales Labor to connect to its regional voters. Jodie McKay said the party must craft a message which speaks to everyone, regardless of where they live. It needs to be a Labor message and that is the discussion we will have with our party members. Because I tell you and I say to rural New South Wales, I say to them that if a country kid from Gloucester can stand for the leadership of the Labor Party, then you can vote Labor. The results of a four-year test released by the Nature Conservation Council on Friday revealed Newcastle and the Hunter exceed World Health Organisation standards for sulphur dioxide pollution. Sulphur dioxide can be released from fossil fuel burning, the running of coal-fired power stations and vehicle emissions with the air around Carrington, Stockton and Mayfield the most polluted. Council campaign director Brad Smith told 2NURFM's Mark Rourke sulphur dioxide pollution can lead to various health problems within communities. Especially people with asthma and the elderly can be really affected by sulphur dioxide and cause asthma attack. But it's also linked to some pregnancy issues. Low birth weights and preterm or premature birth are linked to sulphur dioxide pollution. That's why we really need to be keeping an eye on sulphur dioxide and, and reducing the levels of pollution. And two Hunter pubs were removed from the state's violent venues list on Friday. King Street Hotel and the Sydney Junction Hotel were both taken off, with both venues reporting less than 12 violent incidents over the past 12 months. The Belmore Hotel at Maitland is now the only local venue included on the list.